0: Welcome to Boundaryless Leadership with Nozomi Morgan, the show where we explore leadership that transcends physical and psychological boundaries. Here's your host, Nozomi Morgan. Welcome to Boundaryless Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Nozomi Morgan. We explore the journey of executives, leaders, and professionals to learn how they have become a boundaryless leader. Hi everyone, this is Nazomi Morgan, and today is the final episode of 2023. So it's going to be a little bit different from what we typically do because typically we have a wonderful guest and I just love interviewing and hearing the amazing stories uh, from our guests. But Today, I thought it would be cool and meaningful if we did a special episode that is just or only me. So I would say the host and the guest is me, Nozomi Morgan, and we'll make this a a very special time and meaningful time together. First of all, I wanted to say thank you so much. My heart is truly filled with gratitude. For each person, ears, bodies that are listening to this podcast and has been supporting Boundaryless Leadership Podcast in 2023. It's just, you know, words just does not describe how I feel and how grateful I am for those who quietly listen to this podcast. I get messages from you and sometimes. When I have the opportunity to speak at conferences, some of you have actually come up and, and shared with me that you really enjoy this podcast. Truly, theres I just really cannot describe how much that means to me and really just really keeps me going. Sometimes it's not easy, you know, to continue to do something. So just know, even though I do not have the chance to express this, or maybe I actually I should, I should say this differently. I haven't been able to share my gratitude to each of you, and I haven't done it enough. But truly, 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 thank you so much. And just know that I feel you, I hear you. So thank you. And for those who want to be more connected and want to know more what I'm doing or what our company's doing, please feel free to. Or actually I would I should say I invite you to go to our website, which is com, and you know sign up for our newsletter, because that is the best way to know where I'll be speaking. So for those who want to meet me in person, that's a very easy way to find me where I am. But if also if you are interested for me that you, you know, to speak at your company, your organization, your conference, your event. I really love that in person connection. So the best way to connect with me and see what's going on would be through our website. So, you know, I invite you to go there. But once again, I I just really wanted to say thank you so, so, so much. It really means the world to me. And it and this is the reason why I started this podcast. So thank you. Truly thank you. Okay. Well, then uh, I want to switch gears here a little bit and, you know, talk about 2023. I, I wrote this in, in our newsletter for December, but 2023, you know, has been a year that I feel collectively has not been easy. You know, for us, I would say individually and, and, and collectively in our business. 2023 hasn't been the easiest year for for me or for our business. It I don't say it was a bad year, but it wasn't an easy year. It wasn't like, oh, you know, this is awesome. You know, it wasn't like sparkles and rainbows every day. And when you look at the world, there's been a lot of pain, I feel like, you know, with everything that is going on in the world. So even though, you know, we feel like it's something that we see in the news that is so far away, I do know, you know, I, I really truly feel this, that we are all connected and what happens in a far, far away corner of the world does impact us even when we can't visually see it. It's 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 when you have to really see with your heart. See with your mind or your um, and your heart that we are connected, and I've you know have felt that through the conversations I've had with you know my colleagues, my friends, our clients, and it truly through the work that we do, we work with global organizations, and um, one of my actually coaching clients that I worked with, you know, she is in very close to the war zones, and she she has a personal connection to the area, and, you know, just talking to her in, in one of her sessions, just knowing, you know, where she is, how she's feeling, um, it's, I mean, it's beyond my everyday life. It's beyond my imagination. Truly, I cannot imagine what she's going through, how she feels, how she wakes up in the morning. But what I was grateful for was that the coaching session allowed her an outlet to really be present and being focusing on her and what matters most to her and being and being a safe place, being a time that she could truly focus on just that and that moby whatever is going on around her. I was grateful that she expressed that. And, and, you know, she mentioned that to me through the session. But also I was grateful to be doing this work. And it gave me a, a stronger, even stronger sense of purpose of why, you know, I do this work and why I started the company in 2012. So I just wanted to say, you know, I'm sure, you know, people out there that have felt the sear has been heavy. You know, we thought during the pandemic was hard. It feels like, you know, every day there's something that adds on to that mountain of, how do you say this? difficulties, challenges, it feels like it might, it may feel like, you know, the world, the, your life is not, is never going to be good again or get better. I could, you know, really feel that through the conversations we've had. It may feel that way. And I would say we have a choice how we look at the world. Again, if we look at the world, not through our eyes, but really with our whole body, leading with your heart, we can see where we stand, who we are, how we are, how we show up in this world in a different way. And I wanted to say that as human beings, we, each of us, we have the power to choose. We truly have the power to choose. And that's our unique gift that we have. And I just want to share to those who are listening Whenever you're listening to this episode, to know that you have that strength, that power, that gift to choose, to create something that you want, that you desire, and it's in you. And there's always a choice. There's always support. There's always resources available to you. When you are clear that you want and desire, it will be there for you. It is there for you. So that's the message that really spoke to me you know, this morning as I was preparing this episode. And I also wanted to share with you some, some framework that I think will help you to navigate through this new year. That's coming very, very soon and a great way, you know, to reflect on 2023 and use that reflection, use that energy, use all the learning, all the experience, everything that you have experienced through 2023 as your energy, as your resource, as your power, as your strength to create a 2024 That's even better than 2023 because you can make, you can create, you can design, you can achieve whatever you want as long as you put one step forward, as long as you move forward. So, okay, so I would love to share with you our boundary less leadership framework that we use with our clients. And I want to put it in a context of reflecting on 2023 and then how to use that framework to move forward in 2024. So this is going to be good. I'm really excited to share this with you. Some of you already know our boundaryless leadership framework, but I don't think I've done this. Well, I've definitely haven't done this on the podcast, but I haven't shared this in this way at the end of the year. So this actually was really fun for me when I was preparing this morning. I was, you know, Writing down a lot of notes, really thinking how I can make this a year in reflection and something to plan and envision for twenty uh, the year of twenty twenty four. So, okay, let's get started. So, our boundaryless leadership framework has six elements, six pillars, and I'll quickly go through them today. Not go too deep into them, so I don't distract you or actually distract myself because <laughs> I could talk about this. Forever, truly forever. My team will laugh if they're listening when they're listening to this and say, "Oh yeah, Nozomi can go on and on and on about this." And you know, and it's true because the Boundless Leadership Framework is something that we use for global leadership programs, for our coaching, for trainings, for everything that we do. So it's truly a it's a framework so you we can go deep and as far as as we want to. But today, I want to make sure that I keep this you know episode. In, in a contained matter. So uh, I'll, I have to be careful. So bear with me. If I go off a tangent a little bit, I'll make sure I come back. I do have notes in front of me to make sure I stay on, on, on track. So back to, back to the boundless leadership framework. So there's six elements to that. And I'll read through the six elements. The first one is kansha. Kansha means gratitude in Japanese. So that's uh, number one, and and these don't actually. I say number one, but they the order are the order is actually irrelevant. I'm not um, sharing this in any certain order. It's just the order that um, flows well for me. But they they all stand alone on their uh, they all stand alone and they go together. So it doesn't have to go in this order. But the second is ikigai, which is uh, the reason of being, and then. The third is kintsugi, which is embracing imperfection. Number four is ichigo ichie, which means cherishing the moment. And number five is kawa, which means river in Japanese, but it represents the flow. And number six is kaizen, which means continuous improvement. So those are the six elements of boundaryless leadership. Each word that I shared with you, kansha ikigai, kintsugi, ichigo ichie, kawa, kaizen. Each of these w- words are Japanese and we'll make sure we put this in the show notes. I know it's not easy to remember, so no worries. The spelling is is not easy either. So don't, don't try to get it right, right now. Just check out the, the show notes. It'll be in there for you. So each of these elements have a meaning like I shared. For example, Kansha means gratitude. And I am going to share with you questions that will help you to reflect on this year and then will also help you to think about what you want and what you want to create in 2024. So for those that are able to, I would invite you to grab pen and paper. I can't even say it. Pen and paper. If you're, you know, I love having a physical pen and a notebook. This would be a great place to actually start a new journal for those who always wanted to start a journal but haven't or starts one and never finishes one. I'm guilty of that. I've done that so many times. So, you know, you can pause this podcast and just go and grab pen and pencil. Or if you use like a Like an iPad, a tablet. Um, That's another great way to keep your notes in one place and also save the trees. So take this time and go grab that pen and pencil because we'll be doing some journaling or writing uh, things out. I'll be asking you questions, some uh, reflection questions, and then that will be a great way to spend this time. So I would say for those, you can do this all at once. You know, sit down maybe with a cup of coffee. Or some tea, your favorite beverage, just uh, in a quiet place, just relax. You know, um, maybe it's on one of these weekends or like a a Saturday or Sunday morning when it's quiet. And or maybe you're just walking, you know, taking a walk and you just want to sit down at a a bench at a park and just take out your, your notebook Or maybe you're on a family vacation and you have some quiet time after the kids go to bed, and you may be sitting in front of a fireplace, you know, in the living room, and you know, just really having that downtime. Wherever you are, the time is perfect. Wherever you are, wherever you are is perfect. Okay. So I'm gonna ask you some questions, and then I want to you to, you know, write down the answers that comes up. So the first question or the first element, kansha like I said, means gratitude. So let's think about what we were grateful for. So what am I grateful for in 2023? What were you grateful for? What are you grateful for in 2023? What can you appreciate about this year? Who am I grateful for? Who would I I like to express gratitude towards? How can I express my gratitude? You spend as long as you want. It could be a few sentences, or you might have a long list. Feel free to pause this podcast at any time to take the time to think. That's a beauty podcast that I love, love, love. Uh, But the questions are just to repeat, what am I grateful for in 2023? What can I appreciate about this year? Who am I grateful for? And how can I express my gratitude? Okay, now I want to move to the second element, ikigai, which means reason for being or reason of being. You can also say purpose. You know the the, uh, ikigai. Typically, we use it in um, in a context of really thinking about why am I here? Why? What is my purpose? What is my reason for being? Why do I wake up in the morning? Or what? Why do I even care about life? Right. So that's where what you know the ikigai, the meaning is. So I want to. Use that concept of purpose and reason for being, but put it in, 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 in the context of reflection of 2023. So the question is what experience or story event reminds you of why you are important or why your work is important? I want you to think about this in the context of this year. So let me ask you uh, again what experience story, or event in 2023 reminds you of why you are important or why your work is important. Now look back this year. It might have been a project that you worked on. It might have been a family event that you had. It might have been a conversation you had with your family, friend, colleague, client. It might've been a hard experience. It might've been a fun experience. You know, it might've been an episode and it might've been something very, very small. It could've been something that just happened in a second or it could've been a year long project or initiative. There's no judgment here. There's no right or wrong to any of these questions. So just think about, you know, what story, experience, event in 2023 or in this year that reminds you of why you are important or why your work is important. And I invite you to really describe that experience in as as much detail as you can. Okay. So again, you can pause your podcast here. Take as much time as you want and need to answer this question. Okay, so the third element, which is a Japanese art form using lacquer with gold powder to uh, mend broken tea bowls. So the origin is the tea bowls that we use in in tea ceremonies as ceramics um, they break right some something that has shape always breaks it's it's part of life it's part of the journey of life so instead of throwing away the broken pieces in Japan, we use this lacquer with golden powder in it to mend those broken pieces and through mending it, it turns into it becomes a new piece of art right a new it has a new life to it. And that's what, this, so it's an art form called kintsugi. So kin means gold and tsugit means mend. And I to take that and um, describe it as embracing imperfection, right? The, that broken, that, that, those mending has created a different look, a different character, different strength that you had when you were without those Bruises, I should say, or those cuts that you had. So, um, yeah, so it means embracing imperfection. And so the questions, so get ready for the questions, is uh, the first one under Kintsugi is, when have I been at my best this year? You really think about the high point of 2023 for you. When have I been at my best? When have I overcome an adversity and embodied resilience this year? Yeah. So when you say, uh, you know, when I ask you the question, when have I been at my best this year? Best could mean a lot of different things. Okay. So this is all about you. Don't go by the definition best that other people give to you. Best is your own best, okay? And that's why the question, when have I overcome adversity and body resilience this year, that might be your best, right? So best has a lot of different meanings. And the only thing that matters is what you think you were at your best this year. So for me, when I think about this question, the best is actually... When we had a, a challenge this year, especially actually very recent with some clients, I was at my best and I really, I felt like I embodied resilience in a sense of I did not freak out. I was very cool and calm and confident about who we are, what we do, um, the the challenge that a so-called difficulty that we experienced really made it very clear to me, at least, what we're really good at. And I was very calm. And that was very, I think that I was at my very best in, those, in that moment. And I was really almost surprised of how calm I was and how clear I felt. So again, what best means could look very different from each of you. So don't don't judge yourself. Don't let that other voice say, oh, no, this is not good enough to be the best. Really listen to your heart. Whatever, whatever came up first or comes up first that, you know, you thought of probably is the best. So don't overthink this. Just be super honest with yourself and know that this, whatever you put down is only for you. I won't ask you to share this with someone else. Okay, cool. Okay, so for those who uh, need more time, want more time, you'll feel free to pause the podcast. But I'm going to go and uh, go to the next question. So pillar element number four is ichigo ichie, which literally means one. um, this time only happens once. So I describe it in a boundaries leadership framework as cherishing the moment. So this also comes from uh, the tea ceremony or for Japanese tradition culture. Really, it's about, you know, you, you may or only experience or you will only experience this moment once. You will only see this person once in your lifetime. And you want to approach everything in your life as if that is true, right? Because, say, it's your family, you probably will, if it's your, your, like in my case, my husband, I probably will see him, you know, uh, when he comes home from, from work, uh, he goes to the office, and I'm recording this from my home office, my home studio. So I probably will see him, you know, this afternoon, this evening. But you want to go through life as if this is the first and only time you'll see that person. And it's true, right? Like this moment only happens once. I can't relive this moment again. So that's what Ichigo Ichie means. And so it means really cherishing the moment. Be present. Be in this moment. Because it's not going to happen again. So with that spirit, I have a set of questions for you. Okay, so what gifts, lessons can you take away from that experience? that you described earlier in the earlier question. It could have been a challenge, right? It was something, you know, I could, have, in my case, that was a challenge that we experienced, that adversity, or it can be, you know, really that high point that what was best this year, what gifts or lessons can you take away from that or this experience or challenge adversity? Or you can also say what has been the greatest gift already? How can I make the most out of this experience? What insight has been most meaningful? And I love the word meaningful because meaningful can mean a lot of things. <laughs> not to be kind of cheesy about this, but meaningful might be pleasant, but it also might be something hurtful or it might not really feel great, but it's meaning, right? So I actually love the word meaningful. Cool. So take your time here. You can pause and take your time. I'm going to move on to the next element, number, where are we? Number five. I feel like I said the wrong number earlier. Apologize if I did, but it should be right this time. We're at element number five, kawa. So kawa means river in Japanese. and so, this represents flow, just like the river flows. This is an element about how can we create more flow? Uh, because when things are moving, right we we conti- we have to continuously move forward, no matter what, especially in leadership, you know, with boundaries leadership, that moving forward might mean some people might not see the progress, but as long as you're continuously working on on it, on that on something right if you don't quit if you keep on trying if you keep on going you know that's that's what matters and how as a river as as you can if you can imagine there's different sizes there's different and different seasons different times there's different amount of water that flows and there's rocks and debris stuff in the river and that also impacts how the river flows and the river doesn't flow Always, as the river flows, I should say, it carves a different path. Right? We've you see the power of the water of the flow, how it creates these lines, and create the geography of that area. Right? Over thousands and thousands of years, the river has a lot of power. So we talk about flow and leadership because, as as a leader, as an individual. You need to have flow, but as, also as a team, as an organization, right? When there's something that's not going well, there's something that's interrupting that flow. And there's a lot of different ways you can go about that. You can remove the obstacle. You can go over it. You could go around it. You can go underneath it, right? Or you can use something else to move, or you can shift it to the left, right, wherever way. You don't have to remove it completely. It might just be you know, just kind know of scooting it over. So there's a lot of things you can do with the river. So this is something that also is really interesting, right? There's no one way to create more flow, and sometimes you might not have the capacity to handle a lot of water, right? When a dam just breaks open you see what happens right there when the river is not doesn't it does not have enough capacity for that water then it overflows and creates more damage so having a lot of flow doesn't always mean better if you're not ready if it's not meant to be so there's a lot okay around uh, flow too i'm getting I'm getting off track here a little bit so let's get back to the questions So here's the next set of questions for flow for co-op so no matter how we change because we will change even if day by day right we might not see it but we are changing every part living is change our cells are dying and rebirthing right they continue to live we are continuously changing every single day so no matter how we change what strength what beauty what gift Would you like to nurture, protect, or preserve going forward? Okay, no matter how we change, what strengths, what beauty, what gifts would you like to nurture, protect, or preserve as you go forward? How can I? How can we do more with ease? Right. When you think about a river flowing peacefully, it's just so serene, calm. It's just as if the river, the water. It's just flowing with ease. So how can I, how can we create more ease, do more with ease? And we, I talked about the debris. What's blocking? Listen, a way to address that would be: how could I, we possibly be resisting, or what could I, or we possibly be resisting? Take your time here. You know, with all these questions, let it all out. It doesn't have to be clean. It doesn't have to be coherent. No one else needs to know what you're writing. For those, actually, maybe it's not words. Maybe it's a drawing. It might be symbols. It might be colors. I actually, I love colors. And sometimes when I just feel like, eh, I just use my coloring pens, I have a set that I keep on my desk and I just start blotting out colors on my on my notebook, on my journal. I just let Whatever come up, come up. So no, this is a, a safe place for you to do whatever you want to do, however you want to express and answer these questions. Cool. Okay. So we're going to go to the last element here, which is Kaizen. It means continuous improvement. You can also call it continuous implementation. Now, there's a lot of different ways, but it, it, what it really means is that, is that you continue And as you're continuing, you continue to, in a sense of bettering what you did yesterday, right? Because as you're moving forward, you're always doing something better because you learn from what you've done yesterday and you do it differently. And differently might not be the ultimate solution, but you're trying, right? And that's what better means. Better doesn't always mean it's the answer to everything. It means that you're just trying, just like experiment. If you think about R&D, you think about all the amazing uh, things that we have in our life right now. It didn't happen the first try, right? We think we talk about Edison. Oh, it might be completely butchering this, but I think he tried like 10,000 times. And at the 10,001 time, he finally got what he was looking for, right? So- just imagine that's what continuous improvement looks like. When you say improve, I sometimes think people get hung up on the idea of you have to do it right. Know that there's right is very relevant or sorry, not relevant is right is what at that time or depending on the culture that you're that you're in or In the grand scheme of things, like when you look at the big picture, right could be different depending on who you are, where you are, and what time of you know time of the history you are. So it's really not about right. Continuous improvement or continuous doing, continuously moving forward is is what it really means. It's about moving forward that you're doing something and you continue to do it. So anyhow, uh, the the set of questions here to think about for kaizen is what would I most like to celebrate a year from now? So we're thinking about the future here. So thinking about when I say a year from now, I meant really the end of 2024, right? Because you're continuously doing moving forward. So just really think about what would I most like to celebrate a year from now? What would my ideal future look like, sound like and feel like? This future could be a year from now. It could be three years from now. Or it could be 10 years from now. 20 years from now, that's up to you. What would my ideal future look like, sound like, feel like? Really get into, you know, all your senses. When I do this part, I really like to close my eyes and think about it, you know, before I write something down. And then I'm going to go a little deeper here. How might I make that happen? Now you, you, you've created that vision. You have that ideal future. Uh, I would invite you to think about you know the end of 2024, a year from now, and then even further that ideal future. You have that as clear as you can get it, right? You can write down in words. It might be an image, however way you see that. Think about how you you see it, how you feel it, how it sounds like. Also, like think about how how might it smell like, right? All those all the senses that you have. And I want you to think about how might I make that happen? What might move me or we towards that future vision? How might, how might I make that happen? What might move me towards the future vision that I desire, that I want, that I just envisioned here? And then the last question might even be one of the most important questions or one of my favorite questions. Is what is the smallest and most immediate step I can take to make that future vision happen? I sometimes use this, you know, in my in coaching sessions and uh, with my clients. Actually, I was just uh, on, well, I was just uh, on a on a call with one of our clients. It was just like a, a catch up, and and the executive coach in me just came out, and I asked her, "What's the smallest and Almost a, the, like, the most stupid, small, you know, step that you can take. It's so small, you feel like you're so stupid, even saying it out loud. What would that be? And she just laughed. You know, sometimes, you know, especially, you know, high achievers like you who are listening to this, you might say, no, 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 I'm not a high achiever. But I know you are. If you're listening to this podcast, because you you want to learn, you want to continue to grow. You're not happy or you're not content with just being the same old, same old. You cont- want to continue to learn. And, the, you know, for people like you, sometimes you really judge yourself like, oh, my next step has to be epic and big and amazing. But the truth is, big steps are A collection of tiny, tiny, tiny steps that you've taken. And some you take it so naturally, you don't even realize you're taking that step. It's almost like, you know, breathing air. So I want to invite you to really think about what's the smallest, smallest, tiniest, most immediate step that you can take. And I would even challenge you what is a step that you could take like right now? It's that small. So those were the six elements. Of boundaryless leadership framework, and I give you a set of questions to reflect on twenty twenty three and to vision and actually achieve that vision for twenty twenty four So for those maybe you actually want to relisten to this podcast, especially around the questions, to really you know think through them, you know pause uh, for those who are possibly listening as you were. Running errands or, or walking or running, or maybe you're in a car. Uh, yeah, just, you know, re listen. The beauty of podcasts is that it's, it's there for you anytime. And make sure you, you, you grab a pen and pencil or your, your pad and write these down because these are very powerful. It doesn't take that long. I know as I was talking through it, it took a little bit longer, but when you're doing this yourself, it will not take that long. Just give you the gift of 10, 15 minutes of your life that will make a huge difference for next year to create that life that you want, to create that vision of your life that you want. And if you want deeper guidance, feel free to reach out. This is such an essential part of being a powerful leader. And this is really the work that... I personally love to do but as a company we are so passionate about you know helping supporting change makers in this world and change makers are the leaders of this world to help them to lead to support you to give you the skills to or let's say give teach you the skills create that community of supporters and like-minded people so that you can do more and create more impact in your own way in your own unique way you are boundaryless leaders and we want to be here with you to support you so if you want some more help guidance support please don't hesitate to reach out we're we're here for you i'm here for you just go to our website all the information is there and i am really grateful you know i'm putting my hand on my heart right now i just feel such love and gratitude for everyone here today who are with me. Know that you are loved as well. Even though I can't physically see you right now, you are loved. I am wishing you an amazing rest of this 2023 and wishing you a happy, healthy year full of joy for the new year that is coming. 2024 is going to be Absolutely fabulous. I feel it. I feel it. I feel it. And I know that when each of us decide to make each day our best day, the only way that 2024 will will turn out would be it's going to be absolutely fabulous because we're living and making each day, each moment the best that we can. So know that power is with you and within you you can make your best your day the best you do your best every moment as much as you can and that's all that you need to focus on don't worry about anything else you do you you be you you be the best you thank you and i love you Thank you for listening to Boundaryless Leadership with Nozomi Morgan. Be sure to check the show notes for information regarding today's guest and to email Nozomi directly. Join us next week for another episode.